The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Welcome back to another edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with my dear friend, Mike Fiella. Another week of sharing God-sized stories from the mission field. But Mike, unfortunately, this past mm, week, yes. we saw some some heartache. And that was in the state of Mississippi and other places. There were some other challenges as well. But Mississippi, the loss of life, I think the latest number I saw was 26 or 28. Sure. Mike, last week, while you and I were sharing God-sized stories from the mission field, talking about our efforts in Fort Myers as we get ready for 80s Open 19 in May, Mm -hmm. a rebuilding trip. We didn't know the significant amount of damage that happened in Mississippi. And so, Mike, as you know, that day when you and I wrapped up the show, Eight Days of Hope, we were sending equipment, volunteer leaders were going, and very quickly God was connecting the dots. And so Mm. today, here we are a week later from the tornadoes that hit Amory, Mississippi and other parts of Mississippi. And we're doing all we can. It's that simple, Mike. We're just trying to love these families. Some of these families lost loved ones, but tarping roofs and doing chainsaw work and and, and, and salvaging items for families who are looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were in a daze all week long, yeah, and yet absolutely. so thankful, so thankful that God has allowed us to be there to serve some of these families, Mike. And one of our own are in that city, her, home, oh, her hometown, Chandler Gurley. We've been praying for you. We love yeah. you. Director of Operations for Eight Days of Hope. This has got to be, it's just heartbreaking, for it, not, not only for her, but for the entire uh, community. You know, and, and you're right. I mean, Chandler Gurley, Director of Operations, grew up in Amory, Mississippi. She lives in Tupelo now. She has been on this broadcast multiple times. And just to hear the heartache in her voice. Sure. You know, Mike, I was down there this week and, okay. you know, was there for four days. And as you walk around, we've seen this so many times. But, Mike, there's something different mm-hmm. with this one. I mean, I spent 20 years, 35 miles from that city. Sure. Our, our national headquarters is right around the corner from Amory. But here's the good news mm-hmm. God sits on his throne, he's in control, <laughs> and his it. people are there. Not only with ADs, but with other ministries that are just doing amazing work. And mm-hmm. we're so thankful that the body of Christ has shown up in a big way. I think you mentioned just before we started uh, the show now is that uh, right around 200 people have signed up to go. And this is, this is, it's wild to think about this because we're getting ready for eight days of hope 19. You know, um, it's, where does this all come from? <laughs> You know, it's, you know, I, I really think people are out there, Mike, and they're looking for ways to give back. And I think that's what Eight Days Hope has been doing the last 18 years. Yes. So if you're just joining us, we respond to natural disasters. And we're in Amory, Mississippi this week. While the same day we're leaving just north of Memphis, Tennessee, we just built our 14th safe, safe house, house yeah. for women who've been rescued from traffic. And in fact, our guest today, Katrin, is the leader of A Way Out. And she's going to be sharing uh, just how God moved these last two weeks down in, in Memphis. So, Mike, a, a lot of balls in the air and we're not jugglers but we know that god is in control well this is where we just need to trust in the lord i think uh the scripture uh trust in the lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding who thought in the middle of what we're planning that all of a sudden a tornado comes in but you lean on god's understanding and he'll 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 pull us through this and the people in the area and the volunteers the finances we've seen it time and time again amen and i'll tell you the team that has been there this past week mike within 12 hours 
already hundreds of people had volunteered with Eight Days of Hope from all mm-hmm. over the country. Sure. I mean, they're coming from Rochester, New York, and Texas, and Iowa, and, and Nashville, Tennessee, and they're going to be there. And we're going to be there for a while. And so, very simply, go to the website, eightdaysofhope.com, eightdaysofhope.com, and sign up, volunteer. Get your name uh, you know, on, on a piece of paper uh, in our database. We, we provide food and lodging. It's free. We have all the tools, all the equipment. You're going to meet saints from around the country. But most importantly, you're going to be a glimpse of hope to those yes. who are feeling hopeless. Mm. Pray. Mm. Volunteer. And donate. This is this yeah. is this is our model. We say this time and time again. But there's joy in each of those categories. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we need prayer warriors. You know, I was talking to someone today on the phone, and they said, "You know, Steve, I don't have much. Where I'd send you something." I'm like, "Well, first of all, can you pray?" And they said, "Yes." As a matter of oh, fact, yeah. they prayed with me before we hung up. I said, "That's what we need. We need prayer warriors out there." Now, if you can donate, we're a very unique organization. If you go to our website, eightdaysofhope.com, scroll to the bottom and look at the accreditations that God has blessed us with. Yes from ECFA. Do you know Charity Navigator gives us a four-star rating? Mm. They give us an excellent review. Uh, Also, uh, you'll see from uh, GuideStar, another organization that rates ministries uh, on how they handle finances. And that's important to us because that's not ours. That's God's. But check this out, Mike. Our partners cover our fixed costs. Mm -hmm. So if you donate today and you want to help out with the Safe House in Tennessee, if you want to help out with Fort Myers and our efforts in May, 8 Days Hope 19, that's on our website as well. Or if you want to donate to Help Families in Mississippi, here's our word to you. Every penny you donate today for Mississippi, every penny will be spent in Mississippi. Wonderful. Amazing. Yeah, it's not going to go to a truck or or an expense account. It's going to help out families in need, Mike. That's because our national partners have taken care of all that. Isn't that amazing? You know, four of our national partners are in Northeast Mississippi. So I want to thank Barnes Crossing Auto Group, Renaissance Bank, Crescent Memorial, and American Family Radio. Those four partners are four Mm -hmm. out of 18 partners, and they sow into the ministry every year. And that's why we could we, we right. went there Saturday because right. everything all the equipment was paid for and we were we were going so again pray volunteer donate sign up you have to be sixteen Mike right this is the first time we've ever done that we've lowered the age for rapid response and deployment that's to right. sixteen okay so if you're a parent or a grandparent and you have a 16, 17 year old and you want to bring on a mission trip mm. sign on up. We need you. We need you. So, Steve, just quickly, what are some of the things as you sign up that they're going to be experiencing when they get done and what they're going to to be doing? So you don't have to know how to operate a chainsaw, but if you do, we'd love to have you. We have heavy equipment. We've had bobcats and bucket trucks there all week long, Mike. Okay. We we brought in six bobcats. Those are six skid steers. They're like 75. God's blessed us. Each cost (laughs) about 75 grand, and they're, they're being used today by volunteers. Bucket trucks that go 55 feet up in the air and can take trees off people's homes. Fantastic. I mean, Mike, oh my gosh. So if you're a big boy and a big girl and you want to play with big boy toys and big girl toys, come on. (laughs) This is the place to be, yeah. Yeah. Come day day. You don't have to be a big boy. Now, don't read into that. You don't have to be 200 pounds to operate this, right? Like me, right? Eight pounds of hope. Oh, boy. uh, Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs, frequently asked questions, and come and volunteer. Pray, volunteer, donate. Go to our website. Go to our Facebook page. Just watch what God is doing. I, I'll tell you, I know we only got a couple of minutes, but I want to mm-hmm. tell you a quick story. Okay. So we're there and we're tarping roofs and we're doing chainsaw work. And Chandler is there and like the mayor says, hey Chandler, we know ADs Hope has some decent connect- connections. We need a water truck for the hospital. Their water wasn't running like three days okay. after the disaster. Wow. 
And I love how God connects the dots. Our our equipment manager, Rat, knows a company that can bring in large amounts of water. And so literally, Mike, mm. in 12 hours, we stepped out in faith and wrote a big boy check for $10,000 okay. to get water wow. down to a hospital. But you know what? God will bless that and he honors that. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm so thankful that Chandler thought outside the box, okay. that Rat had a relationship, and that a company that could bring water very quickly to a hospital to a hospital. Fantastic. Because a lot of times disasters, the water supply isn't affected. This one, the water supply was affected. But so thankful that donors have sowed into the ministry of ATs that we can say yes. And and God, he's Jehovah Jireh. How many times have we seen that though when <laughs> yeah. it's it's like it's way out of control and you gotta be sitting there scratching your head and and like you said, the dots are, are are connected, and God's doing it because I believe He knows the uh, well. Yourself as a leader, the Eight Days of Hope channeler, the Eight Days of Hope board, they're just open to God. What do you want to do? How do you want to get this done? How do you want to spend that money? And yes, uh, go ahead. No, no, no. You're right. You're on I, it. I'm just so just so excited that you know how God is using it when you say yes, yes, and you just go forward. How many times do you go without all the finances yeah. there? But the volunteers come, the finances show up, and it's great food. <laughs> yeah, it is great food. I was telling, uh, I was telling a TV um, interview this morning. They said, "Well, what are you doing that's a little bit different than maybe some other organizations?" And there's so many great organizations. Oh, yes. We're one, absolutely. You know, and I don't even, I don't even, I'm going to say we're great. You know, we, we're just out there to serve people. But we brought laundry trailers in, and they're like, oh, "Why yes. laundry trailers?" <laughs> well, when you lose your house and your your clothes are gone, right? Absolutely. And so you have one or two pairs of clothes, and and you, your washer and dryer is gone. And oh, by the way, the laundry and the town is gone and so people are going to two local churches and they're being given the opportunity to wash their clothes or we'll wash them for them so and, and, and maybe if you know the show we'll we'll share with you what happens in a laundry trailer oh, we, we know lives have got, got saved with in the name of jesus by people coming and doing their laundry unbelievable absolutely but believable because that's the god we serve right Hey, again, please go to the website. Please pray for those in Mississippi. Families are burying their loved ones this past week mm. and this weekend, and our hearts break for them. Volunteer. Come hang out with us. You just have to get there. We'll put you up. Uh, we're going to give you food and lodging, give you a couple great-looking T-shirts. We have all the equipment. Donate. Donate online at 8daysofhope.com or mail a check to P.O. Box 3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. That address is on our Facebook page and website. Hey, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking to Katrin. She's with a ministry called A Way Out. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, mass feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our mass feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. 
That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Saturday. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. Mike, it's beautiful where we're at. It might not be beautiful in Iowa or Kansas or Minnesota or Tennessee. In fact, there's some weather moving through our country. There always is, it seems like. always is. And we're ready to go if needed. We hope that our phone doesn't ring tonight. But Eight Days of Hope, we've been traveling the country for 18 years now, helping families in need after disasters. But Mike, a couple years ago, we launched a new arm of the ministry. We did. Mm-hmm. And that arm is meant to provide hope and help to mm. ministries that are making a huge impact to provide hope to those who've been rescued from trafficking, trafficking sex right. trafficking. Right, right. And, and if you're listening today and you're in Nashville or you're in Mobile, Alabama, do not change the station if you're in the car with kids. We're not going to cross lines. However, we want you to understand what God has called us, his saints, to do to help those who've been rescued from trafficking. And today, Mike, we have a very special cast. I had a chance to meet her at the groundbreaking of a Way Out Ministries safe house in Tennessee a couple weeks ago. She is a ball of energy. She's yes. lots of fun. Okay. You, you think I get excited? Man, I'll tell you what. <laughs> okay. I, I was ready to leave Eight Days of Hope and go serve with her because she she, she can rally the troops. But So we got to tell everybody to strap in and, and, oh, get, and get, ready. get ready. Get ready. And you can already hear her laughing in the background. Katrin Valencia. Katrin, how are you? Good morning. How are, uh, thank you for joining us. Good morning, Steve. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here. You're amazing. You, oh, you, you, you as well. You, you, you know, I was reading your bio. Mike, did you read her bio? Oh, it's, it's, she, it's this long. I'm she's she's a little smarter than you and I combined, Mike. You I'm know nervous, that. I'm nervous. I don't know about that. No, she's a lawyer, Mike. <laughs> I'm nervous with this interview. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you've hired lawyers, but she's a lawyer, right? I mean, she, I'm a good one. Uh, <laughs> you can trust me. <laughs> no lawyer jokes. No lawyer jokes. All right. So let's do this, Katrin. Why don't you give a little bit of your bio? Uh, give us a two-minute bio of, of, of how you got to a way out, a little bit about you and your family, and then we'll get into what you are doing uh, to help those in need after being rescued from trafficking. Yeah, well, I'll start with my amazing family. I've, I've been married 18 years to my husband, Emilio, and I got three beautiful kids. 
I'm right in the thick of it in teenage years, so pray for me. Um, but my career started in juvenile court in Chicago, Illinois, and I you know, was a juvenile probation officer in some of the toughest streets of Chicago, and I would see 11, 12, 13-year-old girls come into court with their quote-unquote uncle, which was really their pimp, and so that's mm-hmm. really where my heart was turned on to this issue. I thought it only happened overseas. And then my eyes were open, and then I thought, oh, this only happens um, in, uh, you know, the inner city. Mm. And then after 18 years of working in the courts, I moved in a nonprofit world, and um, I managed the uh, all of the nonprofits at my church in Chicago, and we had 94 beds, and that's where my eyes were really open to human trafficking in every neighborhood and every community. Um, and, you know, then we moved about seven years ago, which is a whole God story down to Tennessee, to the South. So we are officially Southerners and yeah, I love the South. (laughs) And so we moved here seven years ago and it's been at a way out since May, um, two years ago and been volunteering for about five years there. And it's just been an amazing journey of, of just dreaming, dreaming big and just asking the Lord to you know, give us more land so that we can expand and serve more women. So, so that's a little bit about me. A, a little bit about you and my head spinning. How do you hold it all together with family and all that <laughs> right. together? The, Fantastic. The Lord, you know, yeah, the Lord, he is, he is faithful. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So Way Out Ministry um, wanted to build a facility to provide hope to those who were feeling hopeless, those who've been rescued from trafficking, to offer yeah. emotional, spiritual, and physical support to those who've been rescued. A lot of people, b- before I learned a lot about trafficking, and this is going back four or five years ago, I just thought, I guess I was ignorant, Mike. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I yeah. thought trafficking was Las Vegas, New Orleans, New right. York City, yeah. Oh, no. This is in Des Moines, Iowa, Erie, Pennsylvania. This is happening in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. It's happening in in Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, Katrin, speak to those who are listening, maybe for the first time to our show, and they're like, wait a minute. No, this this can't be real. This is the fastest growing crime in the world. And And next to drugs, it is the second highest grossing crime in the world, some people say 150 to 175 billion dollars a year. So maybe educate a listener out there about trafficking and how real it is and why it's, you know, how's it happening across the country? Yeah, it's a great question, and and I used to think the same thing. Like I said, and Steve, you you met one of our graduates this week at at the groundbreaking, and that young woman was from a small small town in Tennessee. So this is happening in rural America. This is happening in suburban America. This is happening. They look, they target and look for those who are vulnerable. And so they're very good at what they do. They, um, they watch, you know, people's social media. Um, they read posts. If you're posting things that look like you're vulnerable, if you're depressed or you're living your life out on social media, they will target and they will inbox you and, you know, they groom people. And so, again, if, you know, listening to that woman's testimony of things she went through, the, the devil is, he's, he is patient. And he will plant seeds when, you, when these girls and boys, because I don't want to just say girls, but girls and because boys are trafficked as well, um, when they're small, when they're little. And those mm-hmm. seeds, as they grow up, you know, this is a normalcy to them. There's over-sexualization. Um, there's a lot of abuse and trauma when they're young. 
and many of them are in the foster care system. And so, you know, you and I, if our child, you know, went missing, we would be on the news. We would right. be. But these kids who are are involved in the foster care system, they're easy targets, mm. and um, there's nobody looking for them. We're talking to Katrin Valencia. She's the executive director for A Way Out Ministries. Eight Days of Hope is partnering with A Way Out. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. We've actually been in Tennessee the last two weeks helping them for free to build a roughly 5,000-square-foot facility. We'll talk about that in a minute. But before we get there, Valen- or, uh, Katrin, uh, a couple things. You know, Eight Days of Hope, Mike, we have this brochure with mm-hmm. facts and figures to educate people about the realness of trafficking. And so, you know, Katrin, one of the things, I was on the plane last week, actually uh, coming down for the ground o- groundbreaking, and I'm sitting next to a guy, and he says, what do you do and where you're going? And we had a great conversation, and and he said, well, a lot of these people that are being trafficked, they're illegal immigrants. And I said, well, mm-hmm. actually, no. Uh, some reports say between 82 and 85% are American citizens. And then I said, did you realize that 17% of those who've been trafficked are actually trafficked by their families? And that you would have, Katrin, if you would have seen this guy's face, his jaw dropped to the mm-hmm. floor of the plane. He could not believe some of the things I was sharing. So why don't you, again, educate some of the listeners out there, the realness. And, and everyone thinks, oh, these are people who cross the border illegally or, you know, these are drug addicts. And try to teach and, 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 and illustrate to those listening the realness and the, and, and the vastness of this. Yeah, and, and it does happen, you know, with illegal immigrants. I don't want to diminish that sure. because we are seeing an increased number of those that are being trafficked over the borders. So I do want to recognize that. But you're absolutely right. I mean, these it, it happens in, in every community. And so, um, you know, they're, they're, they're good at what they do, like I said. And they, they, they groom them. They, they know who to target. And it's... It's, it's happening at all age ranges, and the incestual thing that you brought up, um, you know, we we have one of the girls that I've been working with since she was 18 was trafficked by her mother. Oh, my gosh. And the reality of that as a mom, I just can't even imagine. But that mother herself was abused. And we serve a generational God, right? And so there are things that are passed down generationally that are blessings, but there's also things that are passed down generationally that, that, that this is normal behavior in in their in their culture in their family and so they're i mean the girl that you again steve i'm going to keep going back to no, no, it that you saw it's a fate you know you put a face to this because a lot of times you just hear stories but when you actually get to see one of these girls faces and you get mm-hmm. to see and hear what they've been through mm-hmm. that yeah. you and i when we grow up with our parents we grow up in a safe place but when they grow up one of our one of our women shared a testimony with your team here um, in the last two weeks, and she said, I grew up with the boogeyman. Those were her words. Oh, I grew up with the boogeyman. Oh and I would sit on somebody's lap and get a quarter, and then it turned into a dollar, and then it turned into $2. So when you see people that are out there, a lot of times people think, well, this is a choice. Why don't they just leave, or why are they doing this? Nobody grows up when they're six, seven years old and says, I want to be a prostitute when I grow up. That, you, don't, you don't do that. You say, I want to be you know, an engineer. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a firefighter. So this, these things are planted 
a lot of times with abuse in the family, right. and it starts with right. with with family. Mm-hmm. Mike, at the groundbreaking, you know, I've been to multiple groundbreakings around the country. And again, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. For more information about the ministry, go to eightdaysofhope.com. Today, we are wrapping up a two-week project where volunteers from around the country, skilled volunteers. Now, remember, on our rapid response events, our rebuilding events, any skill level can come. But on these on these safe houses outreaches like we're doing right now with the way out ministries mike you have to be skilled there's a background check and again today mm-hmm. we're wrapping up a two-week project but mike when i was there two weeks ago and we were breaking um uh, you know putting the shovel in the ground and mm-hmm. mike mm-hmm. there was probably about 70 people there was about 40 volunteers they had some board members but one of the survivors okay spoke oh come on i brought my 18 year old daughter with me Oh, yes. uh, I, I wanted her to understand what her dad uh, is a part of because mm-hmm. I want her to understand the realness. Right, right. And you can we can talk through the radio. We can share brochures, and we have them at Eight Days of Hope. If you want to learn more about that arm of the ministry, just reach out to us. But Mike, that morning, mm-hmm. I have to admit, I, I, my cage got rattled a little bit because mm-hmm. this lady, sure, I can see. Oh it my now. gosh, just a beautiful lady, just mm-hmm. just you know trying to to share uh, a little bit about her past. And when you hear someone tell you the story of what they went through, the mm-hmm. realness of of being a sexually abused, violated every single day, you know, your life in danger, you know, a gun held to her head. Mike, the stories that she was sharing mm-hmm. with tears rolling down her face, and yet knowing that what God was allowing to be built at the property we're at would serve and affect generations to come, Mike. Mm. I'm telling you, um, I asked her, uh, my wife was there, and um, uh, my wife and others, you know, of course you ask permission if you can give them a hug. And, and, sure. and, and I, I just I looked her in the eyes and I just said, um, today you, you, you definitely um, confirmed to me why Eight Days of Hope is a part of what A Way Out Absolutely. Ministry is doing, Mike. Absolutely. Mike, I'll never forget her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, Mike, 30 years from now, I'll remember that morning sure. uh, because it brought, it made it real to me. I can yeah. see it on your face. And, uh, yeah. you know, when I think of, uh, and my head spins, I got seven grandchildren and, and you know, I watch them every day on their phones and, and, and doing different things of, of such. But mm-hmm. here, let me, let me, get, let, let me get into this area here because I know on your website, um, advocate, rescue, restore. I understand advocate and restore, but I want the rescue part. I, I scan down to outreach because mm-hmm. I, I get I get this disturbing thing. Like, yes, we need to restore them after we've been they've been rescued. What are we doing? Can you talk to uh, the actual arresting? Stop it. I, mean, I think of the, the Navy SEALs. Can we send some underground people to go to the casinos, hotels, and truck stops and, and, and where this is happening? Now, I know you probably can't send somebody to somebody's home if a mom's doing it. That's just horrendous. But what actions are, if any, are being done to target the ones that are doing this? Yeah, that's a great question. So we do outreach to venues twice a month um, to, to, to venues that are known for exploitation. So we go into strip clubs, we go into mm-hmm. hotels, we go to truck stops, we go to casinos. 
Um, and we meet the girls right where they're at. And so we share, you know, we are the hands and feet of Jesus going into these places, loving on them. And we bring men with us and they, you know, minister to the men that are the customers. And also, believe it or not, pimps. I mean, I've, I've sat at a, at a Super Bowl at a bus stop for 12 hours as the girls were being shipped in, got off, shipped in, got off, and the oh pimp was waiting there. Gosh. And I sat for 12 hours with a pimp, and he was showing me pictures of his daughter to pray for her. I mean, the deception that is involved in this, mm. that they think that they're caring for these girls and that they're, you know, it is it is deep. Um, and so mm. in terms of the rescues, we give out um, takeaways. And so we give out bags, we give out roses with a, a card on it, and it has a helpline number on that. And that comes directly to us. And so if they want out, they can text us. They can call us. If they want out, we've done rescues right off the street. So if they want out right then, which is pretty brave. I mean, they'll get into a stranger's car, which I, you know, I, to do to do what they're doing. But And so for them, it's probably, well, you're no different than any other car that I'm getting in. But little do they know that we're a car mm. that's going to bring them to hope and to light and to safety. Mm. And so we've done rescues right off the street. It's, it's not as common um, because, the, you know, you, you have to build relationship with them. And that's sure. why we consistently sure. go out. But yeah, and we're not law enforcement. A lot of these women, you know, they don't they don't trust law enforcement. Right. Um, there are so many good police officers and so many good first responders. But the, in every profession, there's good and there's bad. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they've awesome. had bad encounters sometimes with law enforcement. So we always ask their permission to bring in law enforcement if it is unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do have partnerships with local, state, and federal law enforcement that we can help bring in. To, to do a rescue, but we do, if it's safe, we have protocols of how we can go in and we can extract a girl um, and and be the hands and feet to, to rescue. Before we go into the building, thank you again. Talking to Katrin Valencia, she's the executive director for Way Out Ministries. The website is awoministries.org, awoministries.org. Maybe today God is tugging on your heart and you've heard enough and you're like, I want to do something. But maybe you're not skilled. You're not a skilled contractor or handy woman, and, and you can't partner with 8 Hope. We'll tell you more about how to do that if you are. But maybe um, you can stand in the gap and pray. Prayer works. Mm-hmm. Mike, yes, you and I absolutely. talk all the time. You know, Maybe you can't write that $10,000 check or even that $500 check, but you can pray. But maybe you can donate. Maybe you can donate $50 or $100. Maybe this week, say, you know what? I'm not going to eat out for a couple days, and I'm going to send that $50 bill to A Way Out Ministries. You can do that online at awoministries.org. And I'm going to challenge you today. Maybe you love Eight Days of Hope. You have a history with Eight Days of Hope, and you were thinking, you know what? They're going to Florida in May. they got a rebuilding outreach, and I'm going to support that. But today I'm going to ask you to do something different. Don't slap my hand, Mike. Now, just you don't know this, Katrin, but Mike is one of our board members. But, I got um, my binoculars yeah, on. Yeah, my ears you. open. <laughs> but you know what? Today, skip eight days of hope. Skip eight days of hope. Come on. Yeah. Seriously. Come on. You were ready to write a $100 check to help our rebuild effort in May, but I'm going to ask you today to send that mm-hmm. money to a way out ministries. Come on. Yeah. These guys, I'm telling you, these ladies, they're the real deal. AWOMinistries.org. AWOMinistries.org. If if you get confused and you want to donate at Eight Days of Hope, just in the memo line, put Away Out Ministries. We'll redirect that money to them. Um, you have our word. We have done that a couple other times before, uh, but I believe in what they're doing. And uh, you know what? We've we've got to tell the listeners what God is doing right now That's at right. Katrin yeah. because yeah. Uh, in Tennessee. 
there is roughly a five five thousand square foot building. It's yeah. been it's been like extreme makeover the last couple of weeks. I remember last Saturday was a week out. I mean, they were like putting your roof on. Yeah. I mean, yes. what is going on there in, in Tennessee? <laughs> yeah, I am in awe. I have Steve. I've never seen anything like this in my life. What you, Mike? What this team has is so unique. It's family. You can tell these guys. Mm-hmm. One guy came up to me and said, "This is my fifth safe house build," and oh, wow. he heard one of the survivors and he said, "I will." You know, a lot of times the first responders they get to hug and see the people that they're helping, but the, those that are doing the safe houses they don't necessarily always get to because they don't get to meet the the women. And and he said, "I was just able to to hear from one of them and see," and he was just teared up. I mean, these guys are like well-oiled machines the last two weeks. They're, you got <laughs> really one are. person sawing, you got one person nailing, you got one person on a truss, you got, and I'm barely watching because it scares me. Them up there, up there, like Spider-Man. They're literally climbing on these walls. Like I'm, I'm in awe. I'm just like, and you know, they come up to me and say, "I could never do what you do," and I'm like, "I could never do what you do." <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, um, but they're just been, they've been incredible. Every every day, rain pouring down, rain. They're out there working. Yeah. You know safely not climbing things that are sure, dangerous but they're sure. you know they're they're working and they're, and they're giving up two weeks of their life mm. to come here their own vacation time a lot of them are in the construction business most people on vacation they leave and go to the beach these people are coming no, to work no. to do what they do every day it's and they one guy told me you know i'm i own a construction company and i do that i bring my kids they homeschool their kids and their kids get to be out there and see this it's incredible oh, it is. and this building the first the first day the wall all, all the walls were up i went out there i laid on that cement by myself in the middle of nowhere I cried like a baby. Sure. I just said, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. So if you're listening today and you're and you're gifted with your hands, and maybe you're not a licensed contractor, but you know, you could be. Maybe you're a banker, but you know how to do flooring or electrical work. Maybe you're a handy yeah. woman. Uh, you know how to paint, you know how to set a door and outlet. Join us. We have a yeah. six month project that we're starting in April, April twenty fourth. We're breaking ground on a six point five million dollar project in Ohio called Safe Harbor. And a lot of these same individuals that are serving Catron and A Way Out Ministries in Tennessee will be coming and going in Ohio for six months. And so if you're interested, email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. Safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. Our Safe House Ministry Director, Hannah Fletcher, will reach out to you. There is a background check that's very important to us. And uh, once you get that background check done, it's quick. Uh, you'll be ready to go, and you'll meet the Catrons of the world. And I promise you, mm-hmm. you'll never be the same. Catron, I'm never going to forget you. I, I really, <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. You need us, Steve. <laughs> Mike, I, I show up. Uh-huh. I show up. And again, uh-huh. we're talking to Catron Valencia. She's the executive director of Way Out Ministries, and you're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. And yes, we have to go to break in a minute. But Mike, when I met her, <laughs> I pulled in with my daughter, uh, Emma. Charmaine, my wife, was there with Hannah. And Hannah's daughter, eight-month-old Eloise, oh, uh, Hannah Fletcher is our, our safe house ministry director, and she comes whipping. Well, she wasn't whipping, but she was coming down yeah, in a I four-wheel drive. <laughs> I, I quickly jumped out of the way. No, but she, you know, she just a ball of energy, and everyone was loving on her, and she was loving on everyone, and our team loved her, and it, it, it was amazing. But you know what? We do have to go to break. I'm sorry, yes. I, didn't, I didn't realize we went this long. Katrin, can you hang out just a little bit longer? Yes. 
Yeah. That's the right answer. Good, good. What if she would have said no? Oh, she wouldn't say no. No, no, no she would have no, said no. She wouldn't. Well, check this out. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the facility that's being built right now in Tennessee. We've been there the last two weeks. We're talking to Katrin Valencia with the Way Out Ministries. Again, their website is AWO Ministries plural, awoministries.org. You could make a donation today to help support them as they build this beautiful facility. We're going to hear more about the facility when we come back in just a moment. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hey, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. As many of you know, Hurricane Ian devastated Southwest Florida late last year, making landfall as a Category 4 storm and leaving tens of thousands of families in need of help. Hurricane Ian caused over $110 billion of damage, and today we're excited to announce that eight days of Hope 19 will take place in Fort Myers, Florida from May 20th to 27th, bringing much-needed relief to these families in need. We'll be focusing on roofing, drywall, mechanicals, painting, and so much more. If you love to use your gifts to serve those in need, we invite you to join us. There's three ways to get involved. First, pray. Pray for eight days of hope in this outreach that God will be glorified and the families we serve will see his love. Secondly, volunteer. It's free. Food and lodging are provided. Lastly, donate. Every dollar you give goes to support the families we're serving. For additional information regarding this rebuilding trip, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day, and right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, 8 Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. All my words fall short. I got nothing new. How could I express all my I could sing these songs As I often do But every song must end And you never do So I throw up my hands And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a heart Hallelujah. 
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Brandon Lake, Gratitude. Oh, my goodness. Mike, that song has been number one. Oh, yeah. I think for about eight weeks in a row now. Brandon is an amazing writer. Mm -hmm. He's actually going on tour with um, Phil Wickham. Is he? In this fall. Oh, that's going to be a dynamite tour. My, yeah, my family are thinking about going to Pennsylvania. We live in upstate New York about catching them. But uh, anyways, hey, Mike, today we're talking to Katrin Valencia. Uh, she's the executive director of Way Out Ministries. And just that first segment, you've been to their website. You've heard right. some of the stories over the last two weeks of the volunteers building this beautiful facility for free as we partner with Way Out Ministries. What's going through your mind this morning, Mike? You know, I... I I think Katrin and, and the organization, uh, I want to say this right, because every safe house organization we've been with is, is getting things done in excellence. But there's something here. There's something here that's movement and stirring inside me that's saying they are getting the job done. They're getting to the core of it. And then um, it, it, it's just something that it's almost hard to explain. And, you know, Katrin, with your enthusiasm, as Steve mentions several times, it's just contagious. I see your area just spreading out. I mean, now you got 80 acres right now. Hey, down the road, what about another 80 acres? <laughs> right behind us. I'm claiming it already. There's 200, 200 acres right behind us. Oh, <laughs> this, this is going to grow and grow, Steve, I believe, with all my heart. Mm. It's just amazing. Amen. So, Katrin, uh, welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days Hope. Describe to the, uh, the listeners out there what's, what's been being built the last two weeks. Yeah, so we are really excited. We're in the middle of a $2.8 million capital campaign for Phase 1 that will include a 10-bedroom, 10-bathroom house for sex traffic survivors, a pastoral house where, the, where we'll have a couple that will live on site, and then a prayer chapel that overlooks the pond. And then the one that we're starting first, which you, you all have helped us uh, build, is the workstation facility. We started, and I'll describe what that is, but we started with that one because we have, when, currently we have women that are in um, our program. We, we can house up to six women. And so we wanted them to be able to immediately use something. And mm -hmm. so this facility is going to be um, a place where we can take the women to work. And we're launching social enterprise businesses where, the, where we'll be able to have the women work on site in a trauma-informed environment. Mm -hmm. So if they have a breakdown or a meltdown, they're not going to get fired. They're going to learn how to be in a work environment. We'll have therapists there, counselors there, Love and they're going to make products and in this in this facility. So Love we have it. we have we have one room for pottery where they're going to have pottery classes. We're going to have quilting classes. We're, they're building a, uh, they built a kitchen for us. So we're going to do we have 80 acres. So we're going to have almost a sustainable farm. We'll have mm. cattle. We'll have chicken. We'll have chickens. Each woman will have <laughs> really? their own plot. Yeah, yeah. We're wow. I mean, we're going to and they'll have their own plot that they'll garden and we'll have um, a curriculum where wow. you plant a seed, you watch it grow. God waters it. And God has so much to say about harvest. And so they'll be able to grow their own tomatoes, cucumbers. And then we're going to teach them how to uh, can, do canning. And so um, so we'll we'll have the kitchen there that they've built that we'll be able to do canning. So a lot oh of things that'll goodness. be happening in that facility, um, and and they're already saying, hey, well, if if you all need help with this with oh. the main house, I oh. said, well, y'all can sleep in the room yeah. that the, the building that you're building yeah. right now. So when you come back. <laughs> yeah. So for the last two weeks, Mike and Katrin, the the leaders and some of the volunteers have been texting me saying, hey. Um, we want to come back and we want to continue to help them. You know, I, I remember talking to Hannah when she got off the plane. She was there, I think, for the first maybe seven or eight days. And 
um, you know, as I greeted her at the airport, you know, because my wife, you know, had helped her out with her daughter, Eloise. That was her first mission trip, by the way, Mike, okay. Eloise. Well. Uh, so that was oh. kind of cool. <laughs> but, you know, Hannah's like, you know, I, I pray that we can go back. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. because th- there's a kindred heart, Mike. Sure. When you, th- this is kingdom work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Mike. You know, I know trafficking is not a fun topic to talk about inside the church, but if you're listening today and you're a man or woman of faith, Mm, you got to take your blinders off. Yes. You know, horses run down the track with blinders so they can just go look forward. You need to take your blinders off and realize to the left and right, there are people who are taking advantage of our children, our grandchildren, mm. and, and using social media and these smartphones to do serious damage uh, to, mm. to, to so many. And we as a church have got to acknowledge that it's happening. That's right. Come on. And then we need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to do at Eight Days of Hope as we partner with the Way Out Ministries. Yeah. Um, so, Katrin, we, we know that these this project, we you know, I'll tell you, this is our 14th project. And, and nothing against the other three, 13 partners because every single one of them was amazing. I will say that your campus, mm. it is beautiful. Yes. It is at the trees and the lay of the land. Yes. And Now, we're not going to tell you what town it's in, but it's in Tennessee. It's beautiful. Yes. And, and you know, we tell people in the Memphis area. Uh, but it is a beautiful piece of land. How did you guys come across that land? Yeah, that's a, and Steve, you're here. What, you come in the summer, and when you see the trees mm. out, at, like the leaves, and I mean it's pretty now, but whoa, it is just gorgeous when it when we're in spring, coming into spring. But this is an amazing God testimony miracle. About six years ago, when I moved here, a friend of mine bought 50 acres right next door, and said, I don't know why, but I feel like the land next to me has something to do with what you do. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know why. And so we started praying. I'm a lawyer, like you said. And so I, I started, you know, pulling deeds and pulling things. And um, I found out that it was owned by the Tennessee Baptist Children's Homes, which does amazing work in our, in our state with uh, children. And so I called and I said, Hey, can I meet with you? And it's the CEO. And you know what, what, the worst they can say is no. And I asked him to give it to me. I said, I have nothing but a dream. <laughs> um, I love it. And, and here's who I am, but you know, I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for the women that we serve. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, put together a proposal and I'll give it to my board. And um, that was about five years ago. I put it together and they make about, they, they lease the land. Um, they, to farmers and so they were making you know almost thirty thousand dollars to feed their kids that they're in their residential oh, care wow. and so he said you know at this time the board decided no we, you know they just couldn't do it they needed that that was part of their budget mm. you know man can say no but when god tells you yes come on i just want to encourage <laughs> people on. that you may have a dream and it may doors may shut come in your on. face but don't ever habakkuk 2 2 says write the vision down so that the people can run with it i wrote it down I wrote it down. I kept looking at it. I kept holding on to it. I kept saying, God, you promised this is, this isn't for me. This is for these ladies and you'll go to the ends of the earth for the, you know, these ladies and came back, um, started it a way out. Uh, an angel donor had given about $240,000 wow. for us to buy another house. They put a bid on a house mm-hmm. in Memphis. It fell through before I got here. When I came here, I said, Hey, can we use that 240,000 to go back to t- Tennessee Baptist children's home, offer them cash for that land um, I went to the donor, and they said yes. And so we, we did that. We drove up to Nashville, <laughs> met with him. And he said, well, okay. And I kept in touch with him this whole time, you know. Um, and he and he said, you know, okay, turn again, write a proposal to the board. Wrote a proposal, to, made an offer to the board. Mm. 
Mike, Steve, I got an email that changed my life. <laughs> I screamed at the top of my lung, and my staff came in and thought something had happened, and I'm, my head is on the table, and I'm weeping. Mm. He said, our board decided for you to keep the 240000 use it towards your bill, yes. and we're going to give you that land. Only God. Oh, oh my gosh. Only you, God. you took the I'm words not, right out of my mouth because that's exactly I'm what I was going to say. I'm not from here. God had to remove me from influence in Chicago. You know, I was sure. second in charge at the largest juvenile court mm-hmm. in the country. God moved me away, brought me into this foreign land. I don't know anybody here. All glory goes to God. He shares his glory oh, with no my one. Goodness, my I mean, goodness. He, he literally opened this door for these ladies. And, and that was my prayer. God, let them see miracles Amen. of how much you love them, that they are a miracle. And God gave them this land. Mm-hmm. And they have been, they were at our land dedication the first day, at, at, actually right after U.S., the, the vice president from, from, from one of their campuses came over and was in awe, was talking to your head construction person, Adam. Sure. I mean, was just blown away by what God is doing through this. It's um, over a million dollars oh worth gosh. of property. Love over it. a million dollars. Love it. So it's just oh, incredible. Only God. He's Jehovah yeah. Jireh. Mike, we've heard Amen. stories you know, you, you do hear these stories when you mm-hmm. do what we do at Eight Days of Hope. But, Mike, when you hear something like that, uh, I don't know about you, but it just confirms to me that we are exactly where God wants us to be. Absolutely. And yeah. he has allowed us to partner with a, a, an amazing ministry called A Way Out Ministries. Mm-hmm. And I want to challenge a listener today to, to listen to what Katrin just said. It's, it's, it's profound. I mean, hold, God's going to give you a dream. Yeah. Hold on to that dream. And if man says no and God says yes, he's going to get it done. Amen. That's a hard thing to do because you are a woman of faith. Absolutely. (laughs) Reach out and touch me now. I want more. I want more. It's great. But hold on to your dream. My husband encourages me a lot. He he does. I I love it. I love it. Again, go to the website, AWO. That stands for a way out, of course. AWO Ministries, plural, dot org. Make a donation today. We're talking to Katrin Valencia. She's the executive director for A Way Out Ministries. For the last two weeks, A Way Out Ministries and Eight Days of Hope has been working together to build a beautiful facility. We're providing our labor at no charge. Thank you for praying for the ministry of Eight Days of Hope. But maybe today you've been encouraged. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to put Eight Days of Hope and Away Ministries on my prayer journal uh, to remind me to pray for them weekly, monthly, or daily. But maybe you are gifted with your hands. We are looking for volunteers from around the country. It's free when you travel with us. We don't charge you anything. We, we'll, gosh, we'll even pick you up at the airport. Uh, we provide food and lodging. You're going to meet some amazing people. And uh, you can do that by emailing us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com, safehouse at 8daysofhope.com. Katrin, we've got to wrap up here in a minute, but you've met some amazing volunteers from all over the country. Did you ever go home at the end of the day, just scratch your head saying, why would Preston from West Virginia come here with his family to serve me? Or yeah. what, 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 as you met the volunteers the last couple of weeks, what, what was going through your head? I, again, I've never seen anything like this in my life ever. If you are contemplating and God is pulling on your heart, you will not only come to serve, you will inherit a new family. I mean, these guys are so cool. Even the ones that this is their first trip. I mean, they've just, They've come into the fold. One one of the guys said, oh, I love coming here because they do construction. They said, nobody argues. Nobody, but he's like, I'm used to on a construction <laughs> site. Well, you go get it. I mean, I, I was watching this crane come in and that nobody had to say anything. They just knew what they were. They were, 
in such unity in the body of Christ. <laughs> you know, as it was being lowered, there were, we were in a muddy mess because of the rain. Three guys, probably in their 60s. You may think, well, I'm too old. For, oh, no. 61 years old. He comes over, grabs the board, throws it under so that it doesn't <laughs> land on the mud. Nobody had to say, hey, go over there and get that for me and put it under. Yeah. I mean, it's just an incredible experience that these guys go through. They worship together every mm-hmm. night. I've been out there. They, they eat. I mean, they have ribs. Y'all y'all eat them real good. Eight, eight pounds say. of hope, girl. Ooh, eight pounds of hope. Come on. Yes, eight pounds. Um, and so, the, again, just the family. It's, yeah. it's incredible. Oh. I just encourage you to get involved. I love hearing that. Love hearing that. Well, Kachin, we're not going to let you go without praying for you. And uh, I I know that Adam and Hannah and the 40, 50 people that have come and gone or been there for the last two weeks, when they pull out, they're going to be changed forever by not only meeting you, but also meeting some of the survivors that have actually come and shared their stories. You know, I got a text two nights ago. uh, And again, we're going to ask Mike to pray for you here in a minute. But a couple of nights ago, I got a text from one of the volunteers and he just simply said, Steve, I love you. I will never be the same. Thank you. Thank God for allowing me to be a part of this. And I'm like, brother, don't thank me. Who am I? Um, I'm, but by God's grace, he has connected eight days of hope with the Way Out Ministries. And hats off to Hannah. You know, Hannah yeah. Fletcher vets all the organizations, and she fell in love with the organization. The timing looked like it was going to be a little bit funky, but she yeah. said, we've got to find a way to make this happen. And, of course, I just said, yes, ma'am, because I lived yeah. down south for 20 years. That's what you say. And, uh, and, yeah. and, and, and here yes, we ma'am. are, right? <laughs> uh, Mike, will you pray for Katrin those we wrap, wrap up? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. And I'm from the north. There you go. Oh, <laughs> Father, we're so grateful for this interview today and this time and to be a part of this ministry. And we are linked together. We are all one in in Christ. And I I thank you, Lord, for Katrin and and just the all the years of expertise that Amen. you have put in her in her being and her mind and to, to be doing this job. Bless her physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, bless her family, those that'll be working. And Father, thank you. Thank you for those that'll be rescued. And and be given a new life as a result of what's happening at A Way Out Ministries. Just take it and, and, and grow it and bless it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 One last word of encouragement, Katrin. After I left the groundbreaking, my daughter and I snuck over to Jonesboro and hung out. Uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to drop names, but in the Christian yeah. music world, uh, had actually had a chance to uh, hang out with Mark Hall with Casting Crowns and Darren wow. from We Are Messengers, who's dear friends of Eight Days of Hope, and Ben Fuller, who pretty much travels wherever we go these days. He'll be down in Fort Myers in May. Uh, we hope. We're working out the details. We'll work on that. But I was showing them pictures, and I was telling mm. the story that I heard that morning from the survivor. And mm. uh, just sharing that story, you know, Darren's from Ireland, and he had tears in his eyes. And, and when he speaks, sometimes he needs a translator. <laughs> He's hard to understand. But he said, Steve, you know, I've never met, never met that lady that, you know, that <laughs> shared her story. And I never met this lady named Katrin. But he just said, Steve, you know, God knows who they are. And someday I'm going to meet them in heaven. Just know that the impact that you have right there in Tennessee, you're amazing. The ministry, A Way Out Ministries, awoministries.org. Know that people prayed for you that night when I was with these groups. And uh, we love y'all and uh, excited to see if God allows us to partner with you again. Amen. We love y'all too. And it's been incredible, life-changing. Amen. Thank you so much. Katrin Valencia, she's the executive director for A Way Out Ministries. Uh, Appreciate you so much. And uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, Mike, as we look back at um, today, mm-hmm. um, and, and 
let me just figure out we're at a new studio so i gotta figure out you've already taken care of that okay anyways um <laughs> we're, we're in a new shiny studio so we're, we're learning everything but mike hearing her story she's an amazing lady she's mm-hmm. smart she's compassionate she's energetic um, she's got the charisma that only God could give a woman uh, or a man to 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 do a calling like this. But she's a world changer. Yes. Well, I'm telling you, it, I, I have to go back to what she said about, you know, when God gives you a dream, that's where God has given us each a measure of faith. And we have to exercise that. I've seen you do that many, many times, Steve, is, and on our outreaches. But um and and the naysayers, well, that that's not gonna that's not gonna fly, or even you know. And she holds on to Jesus. Now that's something a person can only do in the right. quietness of their own moment. This is why she's a, a mover and a shaker yeah. and a world changer because she's she's got the hem of the garment. And here's a lady who is practicing law in Chicago, and I guarantee you, she was making a lot more money practicing law in Chicago than working at a facility oh, yeah. to provide hope to those adult women who've been rescued from trafficking. But again, the website is awoministries.org, awoministries, plural.org. And again, if you want to get... uh, if you want to get involved with what Eight Days Hope is doing, we have the six-month project, Mike. We're breaking ground April 24th yes. in yes. Ohio, and we are looking for contractors and plumbers, uh, men and women that know how to paint or set doors or do electrical work. This is going to be a $6.5 million project, Mike. This is the <laughs> largest project that we'll have, sure. we would have done in 18 years. Only God, but God, he is amazing. Well, I know we're encouraged after the interview today to hold on no matter what those numbers are. Yeah, <laughs> It'll come together no matter how many volunteers we need. We know that God's going to provide. I want to remind you as we wrap up the show, we're in the month of April, and we are about seven weeks away from going to Fort Myers, Florida, to help 150 families rebuild their homes for free in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. And everyone's invited. You're invited. That's right. You might be an 18-year-old driving down the road in your pickup truck. Uh, Bring your grandfather. Come hang out by yourself. Uh, Bring a friend. Uh, We're family-friendly. We provide food and lodging. We're going to Fort Myers, Florida from May 20th to May 27th. Eight Days of Hope 19. Thousands of volunteers from around the country will be there, Mike, already. We're nearing 500 volunteers, and we're still seven weeks out. So we know that a lot of people will be joining us. And again, read the FAQs. Go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. Read the FAQs. Volunteer today. Pray, volunteer, or donate. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. Mike, we've got one minute left. As we think back today, what's the one thing you're going to remember from today's show? Hold on to your dream and exercise your faith because it, it, it'll come through. I know I said that this, this is the third time I've said no, that, but that, good. you know, we interview people and we talk about the, these ministries, but Steve, I know you do. And I walk away from these shows going, man, I, that, that, that's what I got to do. I got to keep mm. my faith going. I got to keep that dream in front of us um, that, that God's called us to do. And he's going to mm. be faithful. She mentioned the eight days old family that you become a part of once you volunteer and the teamwork that's been displayed Again, just want to give a shout out Chandler Gurley, our director of operations, Hannah Fletcher, Safe House Ministry Director, Adam Hames, and his wife Holly pretty much travels wherever he goes. They're amazing leaders, Mike, and we're mm-hmm. better because they're a part of this team. So thank you, Lord, for those as well. So much going on with the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. We're launching our feeding arm uh, actually uh, later this month where uh, our mass feeding unit will be able to make 
thousands and thousands of meals and provide that through a local church after disaster. If you want to work in a kitchen or you know anything about cooking, you've owned a restaurant, or you just love making food, email us at info at 8daysofhope.com. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I want to thank some of our national partners like American Family Radio, WDCX. We love you guys so much. also want to give a shout out to uh, our friends, uh, the chapel here in Western New York and Destiny Worship Center in Florida. Today, you've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.